Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. As always, this is Rob Staniel, joined by my co-host. Oh, oh, daddy, it's your boy Andy Bivians. It's B-I-V-I-A-N-S, the one true, oh, daddy, and your American icon of Bivians, I-N-C. Listen, tonight's episode, we ain't done. We about to have some fun, because we're on episode 61, whoa, daddy. Whoa, daddy is all right. Today, today, we have a special guest, someone that we've known for a very long time. We've watched this 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 gentleman grow up from a young pup to now an entrepreneur, which we always knew he was going to be. Facts. And, and the owner creator of Hudson Valley Nightlife, Eric. What's going what, on, man? What? How's it going on, everybody? It's good to see you guys. I haven't talked to you in so long. I know it's been, it's too been long. a minute. <laughs> I think our lives changed when it uh when we all kind of were like, do we still have to do these bus trips or what? Facts. <laughs> oh, oh, big facts. Yeah, I, th- I think that's when we were like, oh wait, we used to see these people all the time. Oh, we're not doing these bus trips anymore. So that was probably yeah. why. We're... <laughs> that, that was a couple years trip. ago too. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the pandemic hit, so it's just been a little. I know, I know. So three, today three gone in a blink of an eye. Oh yeah, dude. So right. I mean. I tell Andy all the time, I'm like, Banks was born in October 2019, pandemic oh hit gosh. February 2020. So he's like literally has not known anything but the pandemic. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty wild. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you and, and Hudson Valley nightlife. I know it was something that Andy and I were, were interested in learning about and then we read an article which kind of explained a little bit and I love the idea because for me, when I was in, and I'm going to set, set this up for you right now. When I was <laughs> in my, my 20 to 30 or 27. So that's seven years. I was out all the time. And yeah, then it got yeah. to a point. People were like, you can't go out anymore. You need responsibility. You can't be going partying every night. You're wasting too much money. You're having too much fun. You got to slow down. Yeah, and I think the key point there is that somebody told you that and it did not come from you. Exactly. Facts. Big facts. Exactly, yeah. So to kind of to kind of set it up how this happened, um, Hudson Valley Nightlife is it's an event promotion lifestyle brand that I'm using to kind of as as an example for a, a new narrative in the way one enjoys themselves and the, the way the way that it was created is my my great grandfather was harvey fight and he built 
a large bluestone sculpture in upstate New York, and there's a house there directly next to it. And my grandparents allowed me to take it over for about six to eight months. And I tried throwing a couple events of, of events there, parties, different things of that nature, fire spinning, all different kinds of things. And the events went fantastic. There was no problems, but because we couldn't get along with the neighbors and all bunch of other things, it wasn't possible for me to continue doing events there at what we call the fight house. So when that when that ended, I started this brand because, you know, promoting events is still important to me. The drag community is still important to me. Pleasure, luxury, not, you know, nightlife events, all of these things are still important to me. So I created this brand kind of by accident because this last summer I went to so many different events. Flyers were constantly being sent to me and it was a lot. And I, I felt very well informed, yet I was still confused. So I was like, why isn't there a hub for everything that's going on? from you know, things for a couple hours in the evening to all night events to three day events. Like why isn't there a hub so that anything in the Hudson Valley from Albany to Westchester, what's going on? So I created that. I created the Instagram and Facebook pages. I just started reposting all the flyers for events that I could find. I actually just saw and, that today, that's cool. Yeah, so I've been reposting all these flyers and it kind of evolved out of that into then I started taking pictures of people while they were out. I started editing videos connecting with the artists and the DJs and the drag queens and all, all of these great, wonderful people. And now, now it's more than that. It's evolved into a brand. It's involved into a lifestyle. I just bought 5,000 Hudson Valley nightlife stickers that I've been giving out and people love wearing them and putting them on things on their fridge. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how fast it's growing. And one of my, one of my favorite things about it is that it's so self-explanatory. It's not, it's, my, it's not like it's Minocha events. It's not my last name. It's very clear. It's Hudson Valley nightlife. It's a, it's a commodity, but yet it has a brand associated with it. That's crazy. And you said you were, you were taking pictures and you were editing. And I remember reading in the, um, in the article, you were saying you were doing a lot of stuff for artists where like you were saving them money, but also, you know, getting their name out and stuff like that. That's a, that's a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, I edit I edit all the videos myself and takes the pictures and that can be, you know, a 60 second promo video. Someone can charge you three, five hundred dollars just for that. And I I do them all day long for free. And that's just because I love to do it. And it's super simple and I don't I don't overcomplicate it. But, yeah, I, I can I can turn things out really fast. That's awesome. I mean, I love the idea, to be honest, because like, again, I, I don't really go out as much now now that I'm a dad. But I probably should start, you know, doing things for me now that it's getting older. But even when I was going out that like seven, eight year period that I was out literally, no joke, there was there was two years I was out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the only night I didn't go out was like Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. But, but at that point, it was like this thing of I'm going to go to the places that I know. And I don't know if there's any events. I'm just going to go. But the fact that what you're offering to people is like you're you're showing the different uh events going on in the different areas so let's just say i'm sitting at home i'm like i know i'm gonna go out tonight do i want to go to the same bar the same club every single day no wow look at this event that's going on here like that's just a cool concept to me exactly yeah and it it works really well um people respond to it really well and there's just there's just so much confusion like like you just said you go out you go out all the time to these same different places and a lot of people complain that there's nothing going on but there's like 20 events going on every every, all all the time every week and by highlighting them it makes it a lot easier yeah exactly it's crazy because i i literally just had this conversation with a couple of my friends too of like you know we we all like Rob said. We always go out to the same places. You're always, you know, seeing the same people. Sometimes you kind of just want to change scenery and get out there, but you never know where to go or where to start. I think your brand almost um, multiplies that for people, where it's just like, hey, I kind of want to try this new area. Oh, hey, this is what's going on, you know. So it gives them a new place to go to. I think that's awesome. To add on exactly. to that, it's... Oh, sorry. no, go ahead. I was no, going to say to add on to that. I know, like. And under what Andy does, I used to get those flyers from different people because, again, I'm like, you know, we're all, all three of us are very similar. We're all very people person and we always interact. We make friends everywhere kind of thing. So at the point I was going out, I was meeting the DJs. I was meeting the club promoters and yeah. all that stuff. And I would get all these flyers from all these different people. And I'd be like, oh, my God, enough. Or I'd get tagged in those Facebook posts and they would tag like <laughs> 400 people. And then I just get all these notifications. I'm like, oh, stop. But the fact that like 
it's just in one place. You're not exactly, getting bombarded. Because, it's exactly because you want to look. Even the, method, even the method that you're saying, that's effective. If every, if every DJ and every artist, if every event was effective at getting their flyers out, which most are not, but even if they were, it's still confusing because then you have 18 messages all over the place from different social media platforms that it's hard to keep track of even if you're good at it and the communication is clear, which it usually isn't. Mm -hmm. That's why I saw on Instagram, what I did is all the highlights of all the highlight, all the highlight reels are literally just the dates of everything for the next like three to four months. And every time I find a flyer, you know, I'll, I'll find them periodically, I'll repost them and then throw it on the highlight. So for, you know, January 30th, you can see that there's six events in these six and these six locations. Wow. And it makes, it makes it super simple. And it's and it doesn't even take that much work. I just have to go out and find them and repost them. It's just simply the fact that they're all in one place, which makes it super easy, super low maintenance and a lot simpler. Wow. So do these people pay you or give you a props for reposting their stuff and kind of organizing it for them? Because I'm sure it's giving them more traffic, which then in turn will have a bar go, wow, you've got a big crowd today. I want to bring you back. So there's got to be some kind of. Yeah. So not, not yet. We're not there yet, but what you said is, is exactly what the goal is, but essentially we're promoting all these events, the, the, the DJs, the artists, the, the drag shows, whatever. And we're, we are drawing traffic there. And I'm taking my, my plan is to take this winter to do all of this for free. So that comes spring, we're actually I'm actually in the process with a few other organizers to we're, we're throwing a big we're throwing a big event in the end of April, early May. And that'll be a paid event with tickets and all of the above. So that'll be the first thing that I'm doing that's going to be a, a moneymaker. And then after that, if I can, if, if I can put a ticket link on my Instagram or Facebook story with the code HVNL or something like that. I can post an event and post your ticket link and prove to you how many tickets I sold through that ticket link with that's a 10% awesome. off or something like that. Oh, wow. And that's how and that's how I can go to different different venues and say, "Hey, listen, I posted your event on my story and an extra 65 people showed up. That's worth something." And yeah. I'm just not quite there yet because I'm just I want to take this opportunity to just grow virally as fast as possible to get the following do it all for free for however long it takes and then go to that point. And then there's another revenue stream like the sweatshirts, like I'm wearing one right now, sweatshirts, hats, t-shirts. People love it because it's so self-explanatory and everybody wants it without question. I think I want one of those hoodies though. I'm going to- I was just it. about I'm, to say the exact same that. thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make no. that work. Facts. That's for sure. Um, so another thing you just said, um, the drag stuff, right? I think that stuff's cool. Um, in the, the, that seven, eight years that I was out all the time, I ended up at some drag parties. <laughs> Again, it wasn't anything that I expected to be at, but it yeah. was a good time. It was different. Um, yeah, it was a little unique. And maybe at the time I wasn't prepared for it because I wasn't, I didn't know what was happening, you know, but I yeah. had a great time, uh, a lot of fun, but I know for a I know for a fact that like a lot of those kind of things are very limited in the places like I, I yeah from back then like union over uh, on on market street right in poughkeepsie they would have never done a track show like because it wasn't mm -hmm. their thing but you know what i'm saying like that does limit a lot of different places mm -hmm. from yeah so the fact that you're even helping that section which is a lot of fun i mean people probably judge it or prejudge before ever mm -hmm. being or experiencing it but that's cool that you're also you know pushing that also because it's a good time exactly it really is and like for like what what came to mind is like in new Paltz is where i've been spending a lot of my time and there's like four or five main bars where people hang out and the two bars at the at the beginning of the street are where the majority of the typical bar nightlife is and then down a ways is the bar where usually the drag shows happen is that and the red barn i'm sorry is that that red barn uh, no, it's uh, the place I'm talking about is Bacchus, and then there's PNGs and McGillicuddy's. Those three are in New Paltz. And <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the, the the point of the story was I was I met I had a friend, but we left the one bar that's like more typical bar DJ scene and walked down the street a hundred feet to the other bar where there was a drag show happening. My the the New Paltz drag community is huge, and they have shows all the time. Like they're not that is not there's no scarcity of that. And this person that has gone to this bar every week for years 
has never been to a drag show that was down the street in the other block. Wow. And I don't know. I mean, that must happen. That must happen all the time. People just don't even know about it. So me simply posting a 10 second Instagram story of the drag show happening. And then people are up the road, like what's going on down there? Like, it's crazy that the people, the, the lack of informity, even when, even when everyone's 200 feet away from each other. Yeah. You know, it's big and huge on that too. And I even read it in the article and it kind of opened my eyes too. Is like, they're, they're independent performers, you know, just yeah. like wrestlers where, you know, if they don't have a booking or if they don't have a show, they're not getting paid. And nine times out of 10, that's their livelihood. So by you bringing in more people to their show and they're getting more revenue, you know, that you're putting more money into their pockets. I think that's a huge deal, especially now with everything going on and certain shows not happening, like the shows that are happening, like you're helping kind of like fund that. Exactly. And let's say let's say an event starts at 11 o'clock and I get there at like 1130. It's starting to starting to build up. And then I post a bunch of videos and then people are at home debating whether or not they go out. And I've just changed their mind because they see it's actually getting exciting. And that that that's another key point here is the, the fact that you can kind of <clears throat> get a taste of what's going on before you even get out. And I will vouch for that because that works. There's been plenty of times that I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going out tonight. And then I see like someone's Snapchat or Instagram. Well, no, even back there was no Instagram stories. So Snapchat, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah. yo, that shit looks fun. Well, let's go to that place. Look how much fun they're having. And then I'd end up going out because of the story. Exactly. Rob used to do that to that, me that, all that, the time. Yeah, that concept, <laughs> that concept, but like reliable. So you can see it all the time. Reliability is also key. Yeah facts rob used to do that to me all the time i'd be sitting home like i'm not going out like i'm done it's cool all of a sudden he'll send like a picture like a video and be like yo look what's happening i'll be like damn i'll see you in 15 all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he'd exactly. be up the latest than than everybody else yeah then i'm shutting that's bars down that's usually how it goes <laughs> yeah so yes god it's crazy like when you think about it though like you're you're a promoter your um your help you're a storyteller because you're helping you literally tell the stories of all these different events and you're also bringing new eyes to like different places like it's a huge huge deal you're building here i like i i usually consider myself a facilitator because there's these events that are happening there's the talent that wants to do their thing whatever it is there's a location and then there's people that want to have a good time and I just want to facilitate that happening. Make sure the environment's safe. Make sure it's warm or cold, depending on whatever the time of year is. Make sure that it's the, that the information is clearly given to you in enough time that you can plan for it. Like all all of the elements that go into having a group of people have a good time. That's what I want to do. I want to facilitate. That's awesome. I'm going to jump onto that one because, like we said earlier, when I used to go out there was a time period that I said to myself, I'm not drinking. And it was like eight months that I didn't drink or do drugs. It was just straight sober. And I would go out to the, to the bars or clubs and I would have a fucking great time, but that's just me. And people would be like, you're not drinking. And then start like, you know, making fun of me or trying to force a drink or try to force some drugs. And I'm like, listen, I can have a good time without any of that. I'm sorry that you can't, but, I'm not going to. And the fact that you're saying you want to just have, make sure that people are having a good time no matter what, I know that the article said that you, whether they're drinking or not, I think that's huge. Yeah, Facts. exactly. You know, no, normalizing that for one, like you just said, people people always also, they often try to push that onto you, not even with bad intentions, like not even negative peer pressure, but it's just like people can't understand it. And for me, like I've never had a sip of alcohol, any substance whatsoever, or done any of that in my entire life. And I, I'm happy and I enjoy myself at events and I'm completely, and I'm completely sober and dozens of people have said, like, I don't know how you do it. I, 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 I don't know how, how is it that you're so relaxed or whatever it is. And I just think that the more people that do that, the more normal it can be. And I'm not pitching that all of a sudden people should stop drinking or do drugs or anything. I'm just saying, if that's not your vibe for that night. It, it doesn't matter and it doesn't affect anything that's going on. It doesn't affect how much fun that you can have. And 
like the, the way the way that I show that to people is by by saying the words and putting it out there on content and taking videos of people drinking water and not drinking at all, just showing the narrative, like painting the picture for what's possible. Like I said, it's a new narrative for the way in which one enjoys themselves. You know, it can be it can be all of the above. You can mix and match what pieces you want. That's, that's awesome. Dope. I think it's awesome. That's dope. I've always been the one to be like, I'm going out tonight and I'm getting fucked up. And every single time, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I and did. That's wonderful. And that's so like, let's play. That's the opposite, right? So let's say you want to do that. Fine. Okay. Do you work the next day? Yes. That's okay. Do you go in early? Do you go in late? What are you going to be? Do you have a clear ride home? Or are you going to waste 45 minutes figuring out a ride home? Did you get your stuff in order for the next day? Like, like simple, dumb things that will make the, you know, if you leave at 4 a.m., that will make your 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. experience less miserable so that you don't regret the whole experience. I I just, I can't even tell you how many people, I can't even tell you how many people that are like, (laughs) I went out and I don't remember anything I did and I regretted it the next day. So what the hell was the point? What did Fact. you gain from that? What did you then gain? And it's not from a good time. It's not a good time at that point. It's not. It's not a good time. I mean, yeah. so just wow. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna get shit faced, go ahead, plan out the next, plan out your day. You know, plan it out so that it works for you. Take care of yourself. If your plan is to get drunk and then sleep all day because it's your day off, and then you're gonna take care of yourself and hit the gym, like fantastic, because it did not affect your mental health and it did not affect your financial health or anything. If that's your plan, just do it. But just be more mindful about it. That is awesome. 100%. There's been plenty of nights that I'm like, yeah. I'm never drinking again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I don't go out. And then I don't go out that for a couple happens. weeks. Well, I was just going to say jokingly that usually that that conversation happens in people's mind on Saturday, on Sunday morning, and then they're out again on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like It, it lasts Facts. a couple days. And that's because we have this idea of all or nothing, right? Because that's 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 usually how we think. I'm either going to do it all or not at all. True. It's True. that uh, it's that you only live once mentality that hit everybody. Of I'm going out. This is the last time I'm going out. And then you wake up the next day. I'm never going out again. And then that Wednesday, hey karaoke. All right, I'll go out. <laughs> but it really is one of those things that like when you go out consistently it's like almost becomes normal and you're like 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 you just said i'm either all in or all out right and again I was, from my own experiences when i was in i was all in and then it, and then <laughs> it just stopped it just stopped and it's not it, i don't like i'm not regretting it or anything like that. it just stopped and mm-hmm. It literally is all or nothing in, in that sense. But the fact that you're trying to make it not that you're trying to make it like you can come in when you want and everyone's welcome or age, alcohol, sober, sobriety, whatever the case is. You want to do it amount at five of time, o'clock? you know, amount, amount of time you can go out for 30 minutes if you want. I mean, it's I mean, it's crazy. Like, <clears throat> like, like, for example, I was out last night and I was really only out from 12 to two and then I drove home. And it's amazing how long that two hours can feel, yeah. right? So you don't yeah. you don't need the eight hours, or you don't need all night long. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But I, I really like the like how I was saying like the age thing because again, real reality here. If I were to go to let's say P and G's, I'm gonna look like the old man there. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I'd walk in, and I would go, "Everyone is a baby here." And then everyone look at me and go, look at that old man. And then I'd be like, mm, let's go find somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're trying to integrate it of all ages, that's cool. Because again, there's, yeah, there's times that I do want to go out, but then I'm like, where does someone who's 34 go out? Yeah. So it's a matter of like integrating and making, making spaces more welcome to the best of my ability, but also showing you what events might make the most sense like for example in lake katrine close to me there's this place that does a 25 and overnight or they you know they specifically have a 25 and overnight so just letting people know that where there might be a little bit more of an older crowd um but yeah so and eliminating the societal restrictions on age that don't make any sense as well um because the whole walking into a bar and thinking everyone's you know thinking everyone's a baby like 
that 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 should be played with too because is that like do you do you personally care does it does it only care to society like where is that coming from are you physically uncomfortable being in there because if so well then yeah go find another place but if it's just if it's just like magically made up you know like i'm 21 and nobody nobody would ever guess that i'm 21 like the like the the age thing is all it's all made up and fabricated yeah i i would say from you saying that it's definitely a societal thing because to me, it's like I'm not there for those other people. Yeah, you're there because you brought you're you're there because you brought six or seven other people or whatever. Yeah, and you're hanging out with them. It has nothing to do with the other with the other people that are there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think a lot of it is like uh, it's like mental too because like I remember we used to go out and uh, Francis would play. And after he's done, we'll be like, all right, we'll chill and like, we'll have a couple beers or whatever. And then like every, like the Saturday night nightlife would start coming in and I'd be like, yeah, I feel like the old man in the bar right now. Like, I feel like, like mentally, I feel like I'm like 85 years old and I'm surrounded by a bunch of like 21 year olds. Like, and I think like when people feel that way, they're just like, yeah, I kind of don't want to go out. But the fact that you're saying like, there's certain stuff where it's like, hey, you're it's this age to this age, you know, or this this is going on. I think that's huge too for people. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I definitely uh, Shawnee D is like that. He'll be like, I'm not going to a club. I'm too old. It's like, but you could. <laughs> and then and then you know what happens, Eric? It comes to the point that you get to a certain age that you don't feel like you, you should go to a club. But again, we're, we're we're you're trying to fix that. Then the only time you end up going out dancing is when you go to weddings. Mm, that's that's a good point yeah that's a really good point yeah i mean think about it how many 50 year old couples do you see at a club dancing just dancing you don't but they dance at a wedding yeah exactly and it's like because like there, there there may or may not be an answer for this but it's like we we have this we have this imposed idea that partying fun fun we'll just call it fun is for people in their 20s right Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i i I mean i'm not i I can't disprove or prove that but i'm just like where did where did that come from and how how can we let that be possible like how how is it that human the human race would can allow that to be possible and what can we do to make it more accessible to to everybody in all age ranges so that's that's where i'm trying to come up with things i'm not the overlord of whatever that looks like but we can't we can't let that be the case that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense yeah that's that's definitely society man i mean you know oh get out of college your fun stops you got to go to work and nine to five you, you know that whole bullshit that everyone feeds the yeah, matrix but, but it really comes somebody, down to somebody somebody told us that and if and if they didn't we, it wouldn't occur to us exactly exactly oh, absolutely it's and a societal a norm with, uh, with um um uh new year's too like a lot of people older don't want to go out for New Year's because it's kind of like a party, like younger scene type deal. They'd rather like stay home or like have a house party at home as well. But I think if they knew of a place where they can go, where they can realize like, you know, it's it's OK, it's acceptable to go out at a certain age and still have fun and still even still dance, you know, um, I think they'd be more inclined to. Exactly. Thank and you. it's not like. It's not that I'm necessarily making events like more, more accepting, like the event, it's already acceptable. Like I'm not making anything acceptable. All I'm doing is taking pictures and videos and showing that it's possible, like in real time. That's all, that's all that's happening. Right. It's just, it's just eliminating the thoughts in your mind when you actually see, see it. It's like, wow, that can be possible for me. Like perfect example. One of the best things I did about a month ago was freezing in New Paltz. I saw people standing outside in the lines to get in these bars, freezing, right? And I was like, you know what? I this is not, I can't do this anymore. I literally brought the next time, I brought six blankets in my car, parked right outside the front, and I handed out blankets to everybody that was cold waiting outside. Wow. And that that wow. that that hits a bunch of key points, right? It's like I'm worthy of being warm. I'm worthy of pleasure and luxury and I and it, and it's 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 accessible and available for me because most people would just like suffer and not think that there's a solution and just say oh that's the way it is when you go out and it's December but no like you can you can plan these things out that, to make it more pleasurable for you and yeah. that that that's a key that's a key thing that's very important to me no that's wow. that's really cool there's I remember those 
those days, like waiting outside Mahoney's with like four or five jackets on, like triple layered. And then I'd be like, oh man. And then I finally get in. My energy is already sucked down because I'm like, man, I'm so cold. And then it's either yeah. one of two things. One, I'm like, I'm just going to go have multiple drinks right now to, to like really, you know, wake myself back up or then just my mood stampered for the rest of the night. Exactly. And, and the, the, the fact that I did that representing, it's not, it wasn't just me. I was representing this. It, it, it makes people feel like somebody's there for them and that there's, yeah. there's like, that there's, there's, um, there's an infrastructure out there. Someone's looking out for me. They want this, they want this experience to be good. And that doesn't happen that, that many events. And that, that can change the, 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 that can change the, the course of the whole night, you know, that, that I did that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're giving value to people, you know, you're, you're going above and beyond. Like you, nobody's asking you to do this. You're doing this because you genuinely care for other people and want people to have, you know, a good time. Um, I yeah, want, I, I care more. I care more. Like I want people to believe and understand that they're worthy of having the things that's, that's the most important. It's like, it's like, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, feed him for a lifetime. It's like, I can keep you warm for now, but understand that you're worthy of this luxury all the time and that you know that 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 goes to everything like i know tons of people in new Paltz that walk home like a half a mile that's fine that's none of my business but like you are worthy of getting a safe ride home every night period if you choose to walk home that is your choice but just because you can't afford a car or whatever it is does not mean that you're not worthy of your body getting transported from the bar to your house and that needs to be a conviction in your mind that that's possible and that you're worthy of that. Dude, imagine if you expanded into like, I know there's Ubers and stuff like that, but imagine if you expanded into almost like a Hudson Valley nightlife, like shuttle. Yeah, like I mean, the, the, applications, the applications are literally endless. And to that point, I've thought that pretty, that Hudson Valley nightlife is essentially all the pieces to the puzzle, except the event itself. Yeah. You know, the, the getting there, getting home, ex like experience and safety while you're there, where you step outside to get like a chill space and relax, like all of these other things, how you get informed about the event. And I'm just facilitating the event that's happening. So two questions with that. One is when you say safety, how does that play like a role? Because, I, I, you know, and here's an experience. Here's an experience for me. I went to a bar in Albany one time. Uh, I was the only one of age. So it was like, I was like 21, 22. Everyone else was, I was with was like 19, 20. Um, the upstairs of the bar was 21 up. Downstairs was everyone else. I went upstairs to grab a drink. The bar was, the bar was busy. I started talking to people like I do. And I turned, my drink was here. I drank the drink before I went back. So in a couple of minutes, and when I went back downstairs, blacked out and someone like roofied me. Mm -hmm. So like, is that what you're saying? Like safety wise? Because like, so I that mean, shit, I would that shit happens that, to people all the time. You know what I'm saying? Safety. I mean, safety could be something like that. It can mean emotional safety. Like are people being disrespectful or unkind? It can mean a bunch of different things. Safety is many things. Safety could mean walking home and getting home safely. <clears throat> But to that, I mean, it would be very difficult and probably unwise for anyone to say like that we're going to make sure that you don't get roofied or we're going to make sure that you don't get kidnapped and, and you know, raped in the back yeah, of the yeah, van. Yeah. That's, that's, that's difficult. But I would say the infrastructure that I want to put in place right now, it's just me and a couple of people that are working with me and helping me. A sober figure Got out it. looking, watching. So perhaps I would have seen that happen and I would have told you, right? Got so it. just just having having an extra set of eyes for Got a it. big event, for a big event, I would hire security and I would say your uh, your job is obviously to do your job and just scan and make sure that things are okay. But having a sober entity anywhere at, at any event, I think is a good idea to prevent things like that. I, yeah. I watch all the time. I'm like, is this person getting home safely? And 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 just just scanning, just constantly scanning. So that's what I would mean for safety. Another awesome. another element of safety. There were two. I had two queer friends. They were they left one of the bars and walked down to the other, and they told me that somebody punched the other person in the face. And I don't know if it was because they were queer or not. I don't know what the situation was, but an example of how I can show up is like, you tell me if that happens again, 
and I will say something. And that, I mean, that, that anybody can do that, but that's, that's another way to do it. Just showing people that they're not alone and that you'll do something because sometimes that's all they need to hear is know that, that they're not alone because we're so, we put on all this armor and we feel so isolated when we go out and we're like, I can't lose my wallet. I can't put my phone down. Someone's going to steal something. Everyone's going to rob me simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what, where is that even coming from? Because I, I bet you won't get robbed. I pro you probably won't. Yeah. And, and just, just kind of relaxing a little bit or like, why are you going to places that make you feel like you're going to get robbed all the time? You know what I mean? So there's, there's like two different sides to it. I think that awesome. comes from uh, pretty much like fear-based or like somebody else had an experience that like, they're not doing it to be like a dick, but they're like, they love you and they don't want the same thing to happen to you to happen to them. So they're projecting their fears onto you. Then when you go to the spot, you might not, think like you're in danger but then you have that little voice in the back of your head of oh so and so said this happened here uh, i might get robbed uh, i might get you know what i mean yeah. i think a lot of that comes from like that spiraling down trickling down into like other people uh through word of mouth and stuff yeah, yeah i get that i think I, the reason why i was asking that because of the story and i don't I, you know i have no i don't care about sharing stories like that but also like i've been to a lot of bars clubs that the nicest way possible is that the security is not really watching and uh, they're either flirting with girls or having drinks themselves or mm -hmm. outside yeah. smoking a cigarette. I, so here's another story of mine because I have so many of them. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember like in 2014, maybe 15 on new year's Eve, someone got shot in Mahoney's. I was there. I was there. I was two feet away from the guy. The guy was here who got shot. I was right here. Yeah, I was upstairs. I was going downstairs when all the lights came on. Yeah. Someone got shot two, five feet away from me, and the I was so drunk I didn't even know what was going on. My friends are yelling at me to leave. The bouncers are nowhere to be found. Everyone's just running out. No one's directing. Like Again, that's a very extreme you know, example, <laughs> but at least someone like yourself or, or you know your little crew – is now watching at least giving some more heads up like actual sober eyes that their intention is to help and not just like a big muscular or big guy just standing there going id id you know it's just a different concept yeah. too so i mean yeah i would say so sober security that's actually watching and doing their jobs is is critical and key for sure agreed to, agreed. to, to help yeah. with, to, to help with things like that and, and I know that any event that I produce and, and, and help, you know, help create, I, I have a good security company that I work with and they, I trust them and they do a great job. So that that's, and, you know, more, more, you know, have, have one or two more guys than you need. And obviously they shouldn't be drinking or being weird. Um, that doesn't make any sense. So that, I mean, that's, that's a key point there. Yeah. So then awesome. my second part to that question is um, how does the venues work with you like do you just go like just say like last night you were at p and g's right for like two hours were you yeah, I was there? That, there was, i was that there in the bar across the street so essentially i just show up and i don't really have to do much explaining i hold the cam i'm holding the camera they they get it and i'm just like i'm here to take videos i'm here to promote you know very minimal conversation <clears throat> i get into most of the places for free and they don't eventually they stop checking id and all that crap um and then I'm in and then it's then it's simple. So build, building the relationship with all the managers and the employees is super helpful. All the DJs is super helpful. Um, and just just show just const, constantly showing up and being there. I mean, with like the security and stuff like you, you have a bunch of people just going in, like watching people and the the. The manager not, like no, not, not, why? No, not there yet, right? Not 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 as um like organized as that. I just have oh, I've had a okay. few friends. I have a few friends that come with me, and we're all there for the same reason to like hand out stickers, to meet people, to take pictures, and then like as a subset of that, we're also just keeping our eyes peeled in general. Um, but but I'm but I'm I'm I desperately want to get to the point where there's like five or six of me like out, and there's like a squad of people just scanning the whole the whole situation. Oh, okay, okay. But that's cool, though, that they're like they're essentially maybe not working with you yet, but they they're getting to know you. They're getting familiar with you. You're building their relationship. So that that point that you want to pull that trigger, right? The left, 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 yeah. right jab. Gary, yep. <laughs> Gary. Yeah, because I want I, I'm exactly because then when I get to that, when I get to that stage, I can say, hey, 
XYZ club, I'm asking for this now. Like I need this. I need you to let me do this or plan this event or whatever. Yeah. And, and also in terms of me going out with like a squad of people, like that's only scalable to a degree, but it's also about building like a culture of, of safety and, and intimacy and, and all of these oh, things. Right. Good. So I talk about consent a lot on the pages, right? So you get people's attention with flashy images and videos. It works every time. And then you flood it, flood it with positive propaganda on the things that you want to educate them about. So in the same thread is, you know, oh, this is the fun we had. This is someone doing a drag performance. This is a DJ playing loud music. This is this. Oh, consent is required. You know, oh, then something about taking care of yourself. And then another video of somebody dancing, right? So it's just like constantly showing the narrative of like, we're having a great time. We're taking care of ourselves. Consent is important let's not be dicks like all all of the above all of the above awesome. all at once in the same place yeah that's awesome that's really cool i think the the coolest part about that is your brand is without even realizing building a giant umbrella to help other brands but their brand itself is actually helping your brand just expand even bigger you know what i mean exactly i'm not competing with anybody and we're just pouring gasoline on our own fires i'm not competing with anybody because i'm not a i'm not an artist i'm not a dj i'm not a venue i'm none of the above yet we can all promote each other it's, it works perfectly yeah exactly That's so true though because you could yeah because and then the more relationships you build you could then connect all these people together hey dj a this club uh b lost their dj today because of covid you're not working boom here's a spot exactly. this year exactly. that's so cool that's so cool exactly and it's already, and it, already it already is it already is happening like i already have connections like i've been really going hard in new Paltz. i've been going in a few other places next i'm going to start hitting like the marist area that college town area and then uh, Newburgh and all of the, and, and Newburgh and Poughkeepsie, obviously. Like I'm gonna hit areas really hard and kind of get like a strong presence there because it's getting to the point where people recognize the brand and they're excited about it. So I wanna get there. I want people to remember because at first it was like, what is this? This is weird. And then it was, give me a sticker, please. Like, it, and it didn't take that long. It didn't take that long. You're gonna have to let us know when you're in Poughkeepsie. Facts. Yeah, no, maybe I'll plan something soon and we can all go. That'd be fun. Cause I'm, only, I'm a thousand uh, percent down. I'm walking distance from Mahoney's. I think at one time you told me that you were going to take me out for my 21st birthday. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I still <laughs> owe you that. <laughs> <You're 21. laughs> oh no. We talked about that a lot. And then, you know, Oh, I remember like, that. That was, like, that was like six years ago though. That was a long time. Yeah. You know, that's but, true. You know, the bus trip stopped and, yeah. uh, but now, yeah. I remember having a beer being like, one day, this second one, I'm going to give to you. But for now, and I put the bottle over, I'm going to drink this one myself and hold on to it. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Yeah. You don't drink, but we can still go out with you. We can and still go out and have a good time, though. Yeah. You just have to yeah. let us know when uh, when you're having, coming to PK because you got to think, I got a kid and, you know, the wifey. So I kind of have to. I can't just be like, hey, honey, I'm going to the bar tonight. Got to give her a little. So that up. was I'm glad you just mentioned that because that was my other big big idea i thought of i was like what if when there's a big event that like there's a mobile child care center yo like, <laughs> yo hold it on could, it out. could work I think, out. most young kids have like seven to eight o'clock bedtime so it's not like you're gonna take them out to go put them in daycare but in the little but it, during the no, day I mean, like, or a weekend like, event there, there's yeah there's an event no but like it could seriously work because it's totally legal to do short term like a few hours with a daycare and you have like i'll, I'll just do an example because everything's close in the city like you're at you're at a party in brooklyn and there has to be like a hotel or something nearby where you're at and imagine if you just rented like this this idea you rent a big room and you make it a child care a mini child care for that night <clears throat> So that people that are going to these events can have their kids someplace safe with multiple trusted individuals. And then you go to the event so you're not close to your kids. So you don't constantly check on him or her and they're safe, but you're at the event. So that 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 goes hand in hand with the, what, how do we make it more accessible for older people, right? Because logistically, it can be hard to find somebody to watch your kid, but then you want to be close close at the same time to the event. So that was one one thing that I've been kind of playing around with. And if I were to do it, it would only be like if I was planning a huge event of like a thousand people 
and I wanted to make something work for that specific event. It's not it's it's not scalable on the small on the on the yeah. small term. But that that's small scale. That's that's innovation right there. Awesome. That's innovation. I right think there. I think a lot of people would take you up on that. Oh, of course they would, and it, and and it would work because it would be like whatever it would you'd be whatever you'd pay a normal sitter, maybe even less because they're watching a bunch of kids, and like you just said, they're going to be asleep. So what what is even you're not even really watching them because they're going to be asleep. Well, yeah, I get you'll you. be watching them, but they'll be asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not. You're not. They're not taking up a lot of the a lot of your time and energy because they're. Yeah, sleeping. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome. But I like again. I just love the idea that you're just trying to make. You're basically trying to teach everyone to stay young and fun yeah and and the whole worthy thing is important too like I, you're, that you're worthy of of like all of the above like like the just the the, the luxury luxury is not scarce you know that 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 whole idea <clears throat> that's awesome you know what i love about that so much um not just the fact of like you're taking this one brand and you're literally building other brands under your own umbrella but you're also bringing back value to businesses and their patrons and not only doing that is you are taking um your a thousand percent authentic love and giving it to people breaking their false truths and giving them new truths that they can go out and they can be safe. They can have a fun time. They can be successful. You don't have to believe what society has told you is needs to be X, Y, and Z. You're like, all right, it could be X, Y, and Z, but here's how it could be A, B, and C as well. Like you're going around and you're changing the narrative for everybody. So that way they're not only, you know, growing up as an adult, but they're also staying young and staying a kid and they're not being as like, um, as like held back, so to speak. I think that's awesome. Yeah, less less limits. You know, I don't want anyone to impose limitations on themselves. It's it's like the the uh, Jim Quick says. You know, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. You know, that's that's how that works. That's a bar. True. <laughs> but like as you're saying that, Andy, I'm just thinking like, and again, I'm not passing judgment on anyone. But if you're thinking about like where do older people go, and like what do you what do you picture like older people at the bars or the clubs? It's normally like. Again, not judging, but there's normally like a six-year-old guy sitting by himself at a rundown fucking dive bar, just sitting in the corner, just watching, just drinking by himself. Like that to me, like I don't want to be that guy. I'd rather be like the six-year-old guy who was like busting his ass on the dance floor, like at any club or any bar, not just being sitting down looking all lonely, like, oh, if I get up and dance uh, with these young people, I'm going to look like the weirdo. So I I really like it. I really like it. And, and on top of that, like that made me think of there's this place about a half an hour from here. I can't remember the exact area, but <clears throat> it's like this nonprofit like like location. It's like in the woods and they have like a food truck sometimes. And there's also like for some reason, like a trapeze rig there, too, which is cool. But anyway, I was there. And there was there was an event called Barning Man. It's like a small version of Burning Man, which is exactly as it seems. And it's, it's so cool. But that was like way over there. And there was like the tents and the fire spinning and all the things that you can imagine. But then like earlier in the night, there was like live music by this like bar food truck situation. And there was a bunch of people, older people dancing and listening to music and having a great time and this was probably like eight or nine o'clock and then the other event was happening at the same time because it was like a three-day event um but my, my point is like there are events for that age bracket there are things going on there's locations you just have to know where to find them and maybe a bar on on a main street is not the location but maybe it is but you just gotta you just have to know where to look yeah but the fact that you're giving people that all in one spot to you know again you might not be advertising stuff for older people yet but maybe it'll come across and you'll be like oh look at this place it's 30 up you know it just but at least someone can go oh okay i do want to go out this weekend let me go on the hudson valley nightlife and figure out what's going on like i think that's exactly exactly and that that what you just said is exactly what what i'm hoping for i want people to check i want them to see if i have a presence there if this brand has a presence there and what's what's going on and where i want it to be you know, like a stamp of approval. Like if I'm looking at it and I'm invested in it, it's because I've, I've, tr- I've tried, I've gone, I've met the people. I think it's a decent place to go. That that's, that's the, that's the emphasis I want to make. That's awesome. That's awesome. So right now your main is new pulse. 
and you've you've done like Albany and stuff like that. So now you're sooner than later yeah, you're gonna be heading I've over. Hit a bunch of spots. I want to hit. There's about 20 minutes. There's a sister bar to one of the bars in New Paltz, and it's near Marist College and all that. I want to hit that scene soon. Which one? Um, because I have because one of the DJs goes over there that I know, so that'll be like my in to start getting connected over there. Um, what what and, club? Uh, and or what bar? Uh, it's uh, Darby O'Gills is what it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, Darby, right down the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that there was apparently like the last week I missed it. I should have gone, but there was like a crazy like back to it was like back to college and it was like a crazy weekend there. Um, uh, I missed, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again. Nice. And and when when spring comes like this, I mean, honestly, me starting this in the winter time is like the worst time to do it. Yet it's working so well because there's only the only thing you can really do is go to a bar. There's nothing else happening. But come springtime. The, my connections in like the Kingston area and this like Woodstock Kingston area, there's tons of stuff that happens up here closer to me that mm-hmm. that's very diverse and much more arts oriented and not just a loud, you know, a loud bar at two in the morning. So come spring, there's there's so much there's so many things going on. Yeah, there's like all those like day events and stuff like that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I think it's cool that you're starting in the winter, though, because if think about it, like in the winter, the only place you can go is a bar and like a lot of places like it does pick up during the summer. So you're making all the connections now during the winter. So once it picks up in the summer, you'll explode. Exactly. That's that's exactly the plan. And I guess we'll I'll pivot into the other part of this. I'm creating as, as part of Hudson Valley Nightlife. I'm creating a second business underneath it, which which I'm calling the Tomorrow Club. And what it is, is it's a mobile, it's a mobile chill space that can be brought to events of any kind. And essentially it, imagine a field and I have one of those glamping uh, bell tents, if you're familiar with those Mm. or any, anything similar to that. It's like a little section, you know, maybe it's roped off, maybe it's not just for the sake of making it its own unit. Inside the bell tent, there's comfortable places to sit. I literally bought fold up mattresses that I can unfold. I'll have things like water, phone chargers, um, places to put your stuff, lockers, maybe if it's if it's transportable, like lockable, like you can put a key or a keep code in there. Um, like I said, phone chargers, all of these little comfort things that are constantly forgotten about at events, bring them to uh, all night events so that people can feel comfort and feel safety while they're at the event. Because there's two reasons why somebody at the core, there's two reasons why somebody doesn't go out. One, they don't feel like what they're gonna get when they're there is worth leaving the house, mm-hmm. or they don't feel like they're going to feel like safe and, and successful when they're at the event. So the first part of what I'm doing takes care of takes care of that because I'm making it more welcome. I'm trying to show you that it's a good time. I'm trying to show you what is good in the moment so like oh that place is good we should go there but then how do you address like people who just don't want to leave the comfort of their home bring the comforts to the event right Mm. you want to have a comfortable place to sit you want to have a place to charge your phone what do you do what do you do if someone's being weird or creepy where do you go you go here i i've been i've been playing around with different ways to describe it i thought like it's like it's like a safety embassy it's like it's like a secret pod where you can go to like feel a sense of relief and relaxation. And, awesome. and, and that, 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 is, that is honestly almost, almost more important to me than any of the other stuff is just bringing this section there um, so that people can experience it. They can take a cat nap, they can sit down, whatever, whatever it looks like. I don't know what it looks like. And that pivots into like all other things that are important to me, like intimacy, non-sexual physical intimacy, safety, love, acceptance, all, all of the above. <clears throat> That's that's cool because I know that's that insane. there's definitely been times that I'm like, oh, this is getting a little overwhelming. I don't really want to go <laughs> home, so let me just kind of suck it up and just deal with it. But if I could like, if I could go out and like check out for a little bit, recharge my like energy, not my phone, just like you know recompose and then you know go back in. Like that's that's really cool. Exactly. And, and I've seen this done well. I've been to cool events where they've had this exact thing and it works and it really does the trick. And then I've seen places where there's not even a place to sit that's uncomfortable, let alone like comfortable, right? Like, and then you're just <laughs> like, you're in clothes, you're in clothes, maybe you're comfortable, maybe you're not. And then you're just worried about keeping all your stuff on your person. And you're just like, it's just, it just feels so compressing and like non-relaxing and like the mm-hmm. point is to have a good time. 
And that's why people, and maybe that's why people feel like they need to drink so much to loosen up because they're so tense in the environment. I'm just like, why that doesn't need to be the case. It does not need to be the case. And then it also just, it, it goes hand in hand with my other thought, like you're worthy of abundance. Like who would have thought that you were worthy enough for there to be a literal bed for you to like chill out for five minutes on at an event in the middle of nowhere. Like you're, you deserve that. And it's possible to have that wealthy luxury luxurious experience that's awesome that's awesome um, and the reason, oh and let me just explain so the reason why it's called the tomorrow club is because i want you to consider what you do tonight and how it will affect tomorrow and be mindful about tomorrow and how you're <laughs> going to take care of yourself now so that tomorrow is less miserable like it that's dope that's dope um I normally ask this question with uh, everybody else, but for you, like, I mean, me and Rob have always known that you have been very like entrepreneurial and you've always had like that mindset for uh, business, but this um, seems like it's extreme from where, from where we knew you and you're doing so many good, successful things. There's a lot of people out there who want to do even the smallest of things and can't get out of their mindset or can't get out of their fear. What is it that drives you to be able to be like, I can do this, no problem? What is uh, what is your motivation behind everything? I'm. I honestly have to say, my mother. Um, my mother. My mother raised me. Um, I mean, for those that don't know, I did just lose my mother about a month ago, a little over a month ago, and. My, my mother raised me to think big and to, she was the master facilitator. And I, I, used, I used to think that I was the best facilitator, making things happen for other people. But anytime I wanted to do anything, even if it was as simple as like we were snowed in on a snowstorm and I needed to figure out how to get a ride from here to here, like from, from point A to point B, like, she, like one time she, she helped me like convince our plow guy to drive me to the gym. Like, super subtle things that she just taught me I was worthy of figuring it out and that I was worthy of getting getting it done and just constantly showing me that I had this if I had this idea that I could figure it out um in any way and that that's really where it comes from for me and the you and you know it just it, I never get let down by the universe it always it always falls into place for me and I just know that things are going to work out so you know you got to try you have to do it and, and like the whole worthiness thing is like critical. Like not only are you going to try, but you're worthy of the outcome that you want to happen. And it's not, it's not too abundant. It's not like too selfish. It's not, you're not taking, it's just that you're worthy of it, period. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's amazing. I, I don't know what other questions to ask because that was like a pretty solid yeah, grammar. Yeah, I think. I think that's 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 pretty much all I got for you. I mean, this is this is evolving. I'm I'm growing. I want to I want to sell merchandise. I want to build the following. I want to make people feel safe. I want I want you to have a good time. I want you to get what you're looking for. Um, I want you to be strong enough to ask for what you're looking for. And I, it's just I've been doing this for so long. Like, I've been throwing parties and throwing events and making making things happen for other people. It's just like it, it really is what keeps me going and it's what I want and that it's just translated into this. And it's just, it just feels like perfectly aligned with who I've been for so long. That's awesome. I, I agree. It. That's exactly, I mean, Andy already said it. We've known you for so long and the entrepreneurial spirit has been there and I've seen it at like the fight, the, the fight, fi firehouse, fight house, fight house. Fight house. Yep. Uh, I've seen the, the photos and the videos from there for not uh, for a while now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've seen you doing like, I've seen the, the fire dancers and all that stuff. So like, I mean, you've been doing this for definitely a while. And the fact that you got all this going, uh, I love it. I'm excited. Like you said, uh, next time you're in Poughkeepsie, let us know. Um, where, where would, uh, everyone go to see the stuff, follow, help out, buy yep. the, buy the sweatshirt, all that stuff. Yep. So Instagram is primarily where we are at Hudson Valley nightlife. Uh, Facebook, it's Hudson Valley Nightlife. <clears throat> Snapchat, it's also at Hudson Valley Nightlife. Um, and you can follow my personal pages too if you want at Eric underscore with underscore and underscore A, Eric with an A. 
Um, and I will have, we will have a website soon, um, which, which just to have some stuff on there, but primarily we'll probably keep it to social media and platforms like that. I just, I did just start a TikTok, um, just to, you know, branch out, but the uh, Instagram is the best way to find everything. And that's where the merch is too. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Dope. Dope. Is there anything you want to plug any events coming out that, uh, we're going to put this out tomorrow. So anything coming um, up there's so much coming up i wouldn't even know where to begin i would just say please take five seconds to look at the highlights of the instagram page to see everything that's going on i mean that's that's where everything is going to be so check it check it out there that's awesome and i know awesome. i know that uh eric over here he follows the covid protocols so for those who are a little covid sensitive or covid you know safety just know that he is he's also taking the safety of the covid protocols into consideration so go Absolutely. check out twice, twice vaccinated of course <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> do you get boosted yet boosted not yet i gotta do that oh taylor got boosted on friday she's still feeling it <laughs> <laughs> uh but all right cool uh Thanks, any, any, anything anything you want to oh man this was this was awesome like um just hearing more and learning more about it like i'm proud of everything that you've accomplished and you continue to accomplish and continue to grow it's awesome uh can't wait till you come in the area i'm definitely going i'm gonna follow you on snapchat so i can see everything like i'm excited thank you awesome all right then uh eric Thanks so much for for coming on and sharing it. We're gonna plug out. We're gonna um, plug all the the stuff on our socials for you. Get people Thank looking you. at it. And uh, yeah, it was awesome to talk to you, dude. Awesome. All right. Until, until next time. We'll yeah, catch see up. You later. All right. Bye bye.